Welcome. Well, I don't know if it's morning where you are, but anyways, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Central Coast Uncorked. I am Shanice. And I'm Jamie. And today we are at Levine. Is that how you say it? I don't I'm not know. I'm really sure. You know, all of these wineries, I keep wanting to put like extra tilts on them, so I'm like, Levine. That's, yeah, I like feel like I'm trying too hard because it's places I'm not familiar with. Right. Like last week, we, oh man. Way off. Way, Way off. off. Yeah. Um, anyways, you guys, I'm so excited to be here because one of our, the salon clients who has been coming in for probably 13 years, um, and has great taste in wine, told me to come here. She's been like every week. She even brought me like vouchers for a free tasting. That's how like, <laughs> did you bring them? Up? No, they expired. Oh. Um, but she's like, Jamie, you have to go here. They have good wine. They have cheese. I'm pr I think she said there's a wall of cheese. They do cooking classes that sound amazing. Like, Is this the winery that you were hinting at a couple weeks ago? Maybe. I think you said something about like Italian food. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's like an Italian chef. She's So I was actually telling Kurt we were coming here, and he's like, do I have the power to veto you going somewhere? Because I don't think you going there is a good idea. <laughs> he's like, I, I think this is going to be an expensive stop for me. I'm like, maybe. <laughs> And no, you can't veto. So I'm just, I'm super stoked to be here. And it turns out my client's granddaughter is the one that we emailed. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just by to go coincidence. full circle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was uh, really cool. They were very accommodating, told us to come on in, even offered to like set us up in a private room. Um, I don't know what we're going to end up doing because it looks like we came first thing. So it looks like there's not really anybody else here. So we might just do it in the main room because. Yeah. Whatever they want. Yeah. No but I, I'm, I'm really excited. I hope I'm not, like, putting too much pressure on it. You know how sometimes you get yeah. your hopes up and then you're disappointed? Have you ever tasted any of their wine? Maybe. Like, yeah. I know I've seen the label, but I don't know if that's from, like, seeing it at Bonds or because I had it somewhere. Mm. I, I honestly don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Me too. Me too. And it is a stormy Sunday day, so what better way than to spend our time wine tasting? Yeah, starting at 11 a.m. Yeah, so we will catch up with you guys afterwards and conclude with our thoughts and impressions. Yeah, see you soon. See ya. Kurt's right, I definitely should not have come here because they have Dry Jack on their cheese menu. Oh, they do. It's not my favorite Dry Jack, but, but it is a good it's one. It's a Dry Jack. Though. It is. Oh, and they have the Unique. I love the I know. Unique. You know, I bought a thing of Unique the other day and it was not that good. Like, really? it totally tasted funky. Oh, maybe you got a bad they one. They changed their uh, recipe. Oh. I threw it away because I thought it was bad. So, That's a bummer. Sorry, Unique. Go back to the old one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's changed just a little bit, I think, from what I understand. But. That's a bummer. Yeah. Don't mess with a good thing, you guys. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to go down the list. On the left side of your menu is going to be the wines that you're going to be tasting. And on the right side are going to be the cheeses that uh, are going to be paired with it. Okay. So we're going to start with our 2017 Levine, or, uh, Vignet. And then that's going to be paired with the Honey Bee Goat Cheese, which is like one of everyone's favorites. <laughs> cool. Which one is it on the plate? So how it's going to start is you're going to start at 12 o'clock. Okay. And then you're going to go clockwise. Got it. And I'll kind cool. of guide you through as well. Perfect. 
Look, there's a sparkling wine. I like, saw that. I feel like I I'm a little bit of ADD sparkling. right now because I'm really excited about all the things. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. Yeah, so we have uh, three different labels here. We have our Vineyard Series, which are only red wines. And um, those always come from our vineyard or vineyards that we deem as good as our vineyard uh, in Paso Robles. And then uh, we have our Appalachian Series. Uh, and that is a little bit bigger production wise. And currently those are all coming from our vineyards, but um, maybe sometime in the future as we grow, it will just come from Paso somewhere. And then we have our Chiarabella sparkling, or Chiarabella uh, line, which has a sparkling and a red and a white. And that's a really cool. And that's more like distribution kind of stuff. Awesome. Cool. Mm -hmm. They also have a Tanat. I hope we get to that's not gonna work. It's gonna try and do a little wordplay in there, mm. but at least she thought through this time. Yeah. Oh well. And then you get it right. So wine, cheese, wine, or hashtag wine, cheese, wine, like we like to say here. <laughs> uh, it, the kind of rule of thumb in tasting is you want to taste the wine first so you know what it tastes like, and then whatever you're pairing it with. Uh, see how it interacts. Uh, we never want you to go home with a bottle and make you think like it's gonna taste one way because you've only had it with the cheese, and then. <laughs> Um, be disappointed, but that's why part of the yeah. reason why you're here. So we're family owned. Uh, the family's actually owned this property since um, the '60s. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So uh, Sylvia's family owned the property, and it used to be cattle and hay originally. And then in 1982, they decided to plant grapes, originally with Chardonnay and Cabernet to start with. Mm -hmm. And then um, they would just sell those grapes to other vineyards. And then they started making their own wine because they decided. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, and then in 1995, they built the state of art um, winery here. Uh, and so we definitely built it so we could grow. And we, like I said, we do custom crushes here for other people as well. Uh, and then uh, Walter and Sylvia uh, took over in the early 2000s or late 90s. And we rebranded to Lavinia Winery, which is Italian for the vineyard. The and they are Italian? So Walter is Italian. He's from Como, Italy, oh. and he's a trained chef from there. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Your grandma told me. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be the common theme? Pretty much. She should, like, she should work here. <laughs> I definitely like how this, like, continued along with the cheese. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very good. Mm -hmm. Do you guys do much pairing, like, at home with your... I try, but like I don't know that I'm equipped to do it properly. Like I don't know enough about what. Like I know what wine I like, and I know what food I like, and I know the basics. But mm -hmm. when it comes to like the really good pairing, like I'm not. I don't know enough. I can yeah. do like your staple pairings, but probably like when you get into more of like, you know knowing some like random thing that's gonna like go with i don't know yeah. thai food or mexican food or yeah. what like the more um complex yes i have a harder time with those yeah i mean just kind of start learning about um like the acidity or tannins mm -hmm. of wine can help you uh decide to pair like to stand up to spicy food mm -hmm. or whatnot yeah. it's not gonna be just washed out by yeah it. yeah like that like um, a lot of times grenaches are really mm -hmm. good 
Uh, with like a Thai or spicy food. If I have spicy food, I want like the whitest, coldest wine there is. <laughs> because I cannot handle spicy food. So I'm like, cool it down. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and she was talking about thinking about pairings, like instead of flavors, like in terms of weight. So like how, how heavy is this food and how heavy is this wine? Mm-hmm. And kind of like approach it that way and then go with like the flavor secondary. I feel like I thought I was doing okay with it, and then when I went to Manresa for dinner and I did their <laughs> wine pairing, it was phenomenal and like out. Well, that's out why of, someone gets like, paid a lot of I money can't there. Comprehend, <laughs> and I can't put into words how amazing it was. So it then should I was like, be. <laughs> well, yes, for the price tag, it should be phenomenal, and it was. It lived up to it. But after that, I was like, I don't know who I think I am. I'll just <laughs> drink the wine I like. And, have Leave water the with the food. To the <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about wine is that it's so, I think it's approachable in the sense that there's so much you can learn and, yeah. and do and, you know, it's trial by error a lot of times. It's true. So that's kind of fun for me. Like, coming to work, I always am learning something new. Thank you. So we're going to move on to 2017 Zinfandel. So this is the first wine we've made in our vineyard series that doesn't actually come from our vineyard. Um, our winemaker was uh, given these grapes. They're from the Adelaide district in mm-hmm. Passos, which is on the west side. It's actually one of the oldest vineyards and well-known in the area. Um, so he was really excited to be able to make this then. Plus, we don't have any of them right now. We had to tear them out and replant them, so we won't have grapes for a couple years on that. And it's gonna go with the uh, dry jack cheese here, and that is um, from California, and it's rubbed in um, oil and cocoa and pepper. Nice. Yes. So if you have the rind, it is edible. So everything on the cheese plate is edible. We take anything off that you can't eat. Kurt always has to eat my rind of the dry jack because it's a texture thing, and he's like, like pizza crust and cheese crust, <laughs> he always yeah. eats for me. Another kind of cool thing to do with rinds that you don't want to eat um, is if you ever make like a stock, mm-hmm. put them in your stock. I put Parmesan rinds in my stock mm-hmm. or soup or whatever. Mm-hmm. This kind of reminds me of the Zins that we had at um, that place in Edna. Place in Edna. Um, that was like very focused on Zinfandel. Yes, I know what you mean but I can't think of the name yeah it's on Biddle Ranch Road um Sausalito yes yes it's definitely like light for our passes in mm-hmm. which I'm kind of into I like the cheese I always like dry jack I think the reason I like the Vela dry jack the best is because it's like a little bit drier mm-hmm. you know like it the texture is different and I just mm-hmm. I love that texture so do you guys have like other food or just the cheese? Uh, so we do do charcuterie plates mm-hmm. that can be ordered in advance. But okay. then in our um, little grocery area, we have like pre-sliced salamis or sticks. And then we also have like pastas and pasta sauces, mm. um, different things that you can put on cheese mm-hmm. and chocolates. And mm. stuff. So there's definitely a lot of like gourmet things to look at. Yeah. I think that's here. really cool because... Often that's an area that's, like, lacking. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll have, like, a pre-made little thing of cheese from, like, fromage Sophie or something. But, mm-hmm. like, nothing to take home. Yeah, no, definitely. We have every cheese that you're tasting uh, already wedged that you can just, like, 
take with you, and we have ice packs, um, and little like lunch boxes oh, or chillers. That's smart. So if you're like this out is for the first day, stop, yeah, and you have other places to go, and not going home right away, and you really want a cheese, you can take it with you. That's really cool. So is this room used for like dinners or just private tastings? Like, what do you? This is a beautiful, fancy room. <laughs> this is our living room, and we can sit up to t 10 people, and we do do winemaker table dinners in here twice a year, so nine guests get to join our winemaker, and he makes dinner for them. Um, and our actually May one is already sold out. I'm sure, but yeah, nine <laughs> seeds, that probably goes quickly. <laughs> and then the next one will be in October. But we also do seated private wine and cheese pairings in here, uh, as well as um, you can rent this space out. Oh, that's cool. Or something like nice. That. <clears throat> My uh, anniversary is coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, next I'll year's expect the an one. invitation. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to pour you the 2015 Syrah. Uh, so we have three vineyards here uh, that we farm. The one that is just out front here and kind of surrounds the winery is our Domenico Vineyard. And then we have one that's about three miles uh, northeast of here. And that's our Aqua Bella Vineyard. I can never say that right. And it's right <laughs> next to the Estrella River. Oh. Yeah, so uh, little different soil types. And then our third one that we lease but farm is uh, just in the uh, San Miguel area. And it's about four and a half acres. And that's just Petite Syrah and Catron, which Ooh. I'm actually going to taste the Petite Cool. What we have here is the Syrah, which comes from the vineyard here, uh, just out front. And that's going to go with the Prima Donna Blue, which is not a blue cheese. <laughs> it's a Gouda, uh, and it's actually one of their really kind of nice, smooth Goudas that's going to go well with this really smooth Syrah. Cool. That is a little bit of a misleading name. It is, because I was like, oh, I was like, cheese. oh, yeah, like, I don't want that. This is going to be awkward when I barely take a bite of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I don't see blue cheese on here. Yeah, yeah no, they do. Their like, lists are different. They're different mm, levels nice. or different colors. Mm. So, I thought it was a blue tooth. Ooh, that's so. really good. I like that one a lot. So in mm. 2013, our winemaker had made, made the transition to using all American oak for the most part with mm. all of our uh, red wines. He really likes the way that plays with and interacts with the grapes and doesn't super overpower it. Uh, we do have uh, two wines that we use a different oak on, one's French and one's Hungarian, but for the most part we've just transitioned to American oak here. This is so good. It's very good. I really like this one. Alright, so we're going to move on to our reserve cab and it's a 2014 vintage. Uh, so what like our winemaker does, so our winemaker is Michael Barreto and he goes through and smells all the barrels and picks the best 10 and then he ages them for an additional 11 months. So this is about 31, 32 months in barrel. Wow. Makes it super smooth and easy and approachable for drinking. Uh, and then it's going to go with the unique. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what you think of the unique. And I'm gonna, <laughs> I might be judging that more than the wine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a cheese milk cheese. So on our flight of cheese, we really try to mix up between cow, goat, um, and sheep. So you're not just stuck with one type of cheese. Yeah. Cool. And then um, Cindy is our expert cheese pairer, so she does some great. I would say it's very that. expert because it's been <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah. And all like really approachable cheeses too, like nothing that. Yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah. 
which can be fun, but then, mm-hmm. I, you know, when you're trying to appeal to, like, a vast Sometimes we'll have things on there that people are like, hmm, and then they taste <laughs> them, and they're like, this is amazing. Yeah. So we try not to go too crazy, but, um, you know, kind of. Well, I think that's what's so cool about you guys having the cheese pairing here and then also having other options is, you know, a lot of times when you go tasting, there's there's nothing, like there's not even crackers or anything, and wine is meant to go with food a lot of times, so it's kind of cool to see, like, what flavors go. This is so good. <laughs> You're really so ruining good. it for me by, like, tasting it first, <laughs> I'm and sorry. I can't make my own I couldn't opinion. wait. I couldn't <laughs> wait. It's so good. It smells really good. Like, it's... I don't need food with this. Like, I just let me drink it. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is very drinkable. Like, just on its own. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. How's the unique? Not as good as it used to be. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that, that is different. Ooh, it's really good with mine, though. So now you just have to have this wine every time you have unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We found the solution. Can we enjoy it again? <laughs> You're such a problem solver. <laughs> you know, that's what we try to do in our field here. <laughs> Solve the world's problems. Yeah, that is really good wine. Man, and it makes the cheese so much better. It really does. It really, really does. It, like, takes that hard sheep taste off of it. Yeah, I feel like the Unique used to be smoother. Mm-hmm. Now it has a very, yeah kind of like barn. I'll have to go to the cheese shop in Cambria and be like, help me out, you guys. What's going on? Very or you can just come here. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> Though I don't know where we're closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live in Atascadero, but I work in Cambria, so. So I noticed you guys have the patio seating area up front. Mm-hmm. Are you um, dog friendly? For we are dog friendly on leashes. Yeah. Yeah, and we just put that patio in last year, so... Oh. Um, I actually started here in December, and so I'm very excited to be able to start doing some pourings out there and having people. There's been some nice days already that people have been able to sit out there and enjoy. Um, you're more than welcome to bring like a picnic and sit out there as mm-hmm. well if you'd like. And of course, we have lots of things here mm-hmm. to choose from. Are you guys planning to like? We sit outside and you bring the tasting to us, or does it depend on how busy it is? If you want us to like come in. Yeah, and get your so next pour. Uh, it always depends on how busy it is currently. Um, if we aren't busy and we can get out to you, then that's how we want to do it for you. But if we get slammed, and I would say really if your if your wine if your glass gets empty and you haven't seen us come back and visit <laughs> inside, um, but at some point as we grow, I'd like to be able to do table side service out there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to actually break up the tasting here. This one isn't going to have a cheese. I wanted okay. you to be able to try our flagship wine. So this is the Nikiara, which, uh, so we are very family oriented here. Walter and Sylvia, our husband and wife. On the label is Walter's father, Vincenzo. Mm-hmm. He used to pick grapes in uh, uh, Italy. Oh, cool. And, uh, so uh, Nikiara is a blend of their kids' names, uh, oh, Dominic nice. and oh. Chiara. Yes. The families always get me. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it already tastes better because of that. Like it really. So um, this one is going to be a Bordeaux blend. It is going to be cab driven uh, with Malbec, Merlot, and a little bit of Petit Verdot mm. in there. It's a really interesting smell. What do I smell, Shanice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to tell me. There's some spice. 
or yeah. like seasoning that I'm smelling. Yeah, I definitely like a little clove. There's a there's a plant. I smell a plant, but I don't know what plant. Probably because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any plants. <laughs> kind of like sage, like it's the sagebrush. Maybe kind of what it reminds me of that smell when you're out. Well, you don't go hiking. But <laughs> if I imagine myself hiking, that's what it smells like. I do. Yes. I don't. I don't hike. cook. <laughs> it's like it does not taste like what I expected from the it smell. It does not. No. It tastes really good. Yeah. And when you said cab driven, I was expecting a little bit more of like the cab that we just tasted, but it's it's completely different. Than so that. different. So this is a blend of uh, two of the vineyards. 90% uh, of the grapes are coming from the Domenico vineyard here, and then the other 10% is from the uh, Aquarilla vineyard. So. And what vintage is this one? Or is this it a is, blend? No, it's a 15 vintage. Okay. Yeah, so this one we're actually almost out of. Uh, it goes really fast. It's mm -hmm. one of the ones we make the most of, but, you know. Still goes fast. <laughs> yeah, we really do between, like, 150 to... The most I've seen is maybe 500 cases okay. per vintage or yeah. per wine. It's a lot of wine. So it just depends. Are any of the wines, like I know I've seen the label at like Vons. Mm -hmm. um, are all of your wines available like at stores or only like certain wines and do you have to come here to get some of them? Like how do you break that up? Yeah, so only certain wines are available, like I said, our Appalachian series. Uh, and our Carabella series is something that you'll be able to see at stores a lot more relevantly. And then our vineyard series, only certain ones of those. Like okay. the Nikiara is out there, um, and I believe the Cab and San Giovese. Cool. So those are a few of the ones that you'll see. But then the rest of them, the majority of them, you need to come into the tasting room. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And then we have a wine club, and we ship three times a year. Hmm. And we do either four, six, or 12 bottles in each club shipment. And then I think another little um, fun thing with our wine club is if you want to opt in too, you can be part of our Il Formaggio club where two of the wines in each club shipment is going to be paired with two different half pounds of cheese. Oh, so you can oh my goodness. <laughs> and that is why Kurt told me not to come here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I know. I think that's so cool. Well, if uh, Close to Len tells us we didn't actually make it onto the right. club, then we'll join here. <laughs> Shh. Kurt doesn't know. And then we also have another add-on club, which we were kind of talking about a little earlier, which is the um, La Tavola Club, mm -hmm. which is just once a year in May. And you get uh, two uh, wines from our winemakers, either library or like reserve wines or something. Oh. And that gets paired with um, food. And so it's kind of like we have like a little, um, you know, blue apron in a box. Yeah. So you actually send the food with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very that, cool. Man, that's genius. I am a sucker for a club in within a club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like every time. So That's, you have add-on wine clubs. Do you have like add-on tasting experiences? Like I'm thinking like vineyard tours or cellar tours or anything you do like that? Yeah, so you can make reservations for doing tastings in here, mm -hmm. which would be a private tasting, um, a dedicated server. Yeah. And then we also do our tour and tasting, uh, which you would 
do a tour of our winery mm -hmm. facility and then uh, we do a couple barrel sampling. Oh, cool. And then you finish up in the tasting room uh, and you do a wine and cheese pairing as well. Nice. Uh, so uh, they're both $35 for non-members and $25 uh, for members and um, just different kind of experience. Yeah. Uh, and then we do do vineyard tours, but that's something that we do more like once a year and our winemaker does it. I'm gonna go get the last wine. Okay, thank you. That wine club is genius. I know, it's very like, smart. Like, oh, I can get cheese too? Oh, I can get wine that comes with food? Like, that's that's really cool. The cheese has me, because the cheese has right? been really good. I know. And it's not like the same cheese every time, it's like they pair them differently. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it's good. very good cheese pairing. Yeah. So this is the Petite Syrah, it's also 2015. This is the one that's coming from the vineyard in San Miguel. Okay. So that small little vineyard that we do there. It's got a beautiful dark inky color that mm -hmm. I just like get so happy when I see. I always <laughs> want to use that to like dye clothes. <laughs> like I want to shirt you, that color. You could, but that would be a waste of wine. Yeah. I did kind of dye. I was working on a blanket. I was crocheting like a cream colored blanket, which was a bad idea from the start because... Mm -hmm. And like naturally, I knocked my wine all over it. So I did start to dye something. And then I was like, maybe I should just like put it in the bathtub with a bunch of wine. <laughs> that was insane. She was pulling all the wine out of her cellar, like dumping no. it in the bathtub. No, no, no. Well, and you I had to get like the jug wine. <laughs> no, that, but that's what happened is I was like telling my husband All this about stuff that this. has like mega purple. And, right? It hurts like, the problem is, is like, I don't remember what it was. It was maybe a petite Syrah because it was a really dark color. Mm. And he was like, no wine I'm going to let you pour into the bathtub is going to be that dark. I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So this is going to be uh, paired with the Cave H. Gruyere, uh, which is a nice uh, Swiss style cheese. Mm. Great for like, if you want to do fondue parties. Mm. I got a fondue pot for my wedding and I've never used it. <laughs> did you put it on your registry? I did. Yeah. And Joe, <laughs> Joe and Christy bought it for us and put on there. This is for the fun fun fondue parties we're going to have, and we have not had a fun fondue party yet. It's almost a year. I know. I told Kurt, let's just give it to them for their wedding. <laughs> Free gift. I was going to say, do you have to like use your gift within the first year? No. No, but I really thought I would use that more. Like, I love cheese. You never had, like, you never do fondue at home. I know, but I would if I had a fondue pot. I Obviously not. <laughs> I could have told you you wouldn't use that. You should have had me I'm curate your, your wedding registry. I mostly did it in bed when I couldn't sleep, so. There's there a was lot some, of things there was on some there. Weird stuff. You know, the she put, like, this toilet seat. That's what I was going to say. I'm the most upset that no one got me that. <laughs> no one's going to get you that weird I toilet seat. I wanted that most. Did it, like, be heat up? Or yeah, anything? so I was in Japan, and the toilets were out of this world. So you can buy, like... A toilet seat that has all the things. It heats. It has a bidet. Like it does all these cool things. And I want that. I still want it. And I'm really Why did upset. You just buy it? Because Kurt would be like, "Why did you spend three hundred dollars on a toilet seat?" And you're like, you can't use it then, pot. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm hoping. Like, so last summer, the power company had like, if you turn, if you don't use power, you get so many points or whatever. And we got, a, my husband got a little crazy and we got so much really? money in Amazon gift cards. So I'm like this summer we're saving them all for my toilet seat. Why didn't you use it for your toilet seat last summer? I didn't think of it. 
it's really good together. Mm-hmm. It was like, so my first sip of the wine, I was like, oh, I might like that more in like five to 10 years. But then when I had it with the cheese, I was like, okay, I want some now. Yeah, there's definitely wines that I see are easier for just like sipping mm-hmm. uh, on the patio, like the mm-hmm. reserve cat. Oh saying. yeah, no, <laughs> I would. I'll drink. I'll go home and drink that right now. Mm-hmm. And then there's other wines that it just they're wonderful with food, and I mean, just as you grow with your tasting, mm-hmm. you'll start thinking about things in different ways. Because mm-hmm. like when I first started tasting, I was just all about what's good right now. Yeah. And then like you'll start like being like, oh, I can age this for a little while, or yeah. Do you guys give aging recommendations or, like, best buy dates with any of your wines? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's going to catch on. That was the best idea I ever had. We do. We give, like, um, suggested mm-hmm. drink buy dates uh, for sure. Uh, like, when we do our wine club, it all yeah. has all that information on it. Uh, but it's really, it's hard to give those dates because you just don't know what people's palates are. Right. And it becomes, like, a bigger conversation when people ask, like, when should I drink this by? It's like, well, what are your taste buds? What do you buds? like? What yeah. You like? So I always like to say buy two bottles. So you can drink one now and save one for later. That is what I do. And that's <laughs> a, that's a really good sales tactic. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I find that like sometimes people don't know what aged wine tastes like. And then they like open this bottle and they don't like it. And they think it's corked or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, it's just aged. I think it takes like, you know, you have to... You have to have had aged wine quite a few mm-hmm. times to like figure that out because I and to figure out what good aged wine is because yeah. I mean any bottle you open that's ten years old is not necessarily. Good. I certainly didn't realize like how much a bottle of wine can change mm-hmm. in five years or ten years. And I did really... you know it's better to age in like magnums or larger? Mm-hmm. I did know that, which we do have a great large format program here mm-hmm. uh, oh, for those know. things. Yeah, yeah, we have. Do you only release certain wines in large formats then? Um, I think we do the majority of our vineyard series yeah. in large format. Uh, we have them in like the Magnum, which is just two bottles. Like yeah. people get kind of overwhelmed <laughs> by the large format yeah. sometimes, but I always like when you break it down, it's like it's just two bottles. So four friends and yeah, you're done, you yeah. Know? Um, or like the <laughs> we talk about it more, like it's so big, and then you're like, oh, that was no. yeah. <laughs> and then the three liters is in. Four bottles, mm-hmm. you know, and then the six liter is eight bottles. I want to revisit all of them, <laughs> <laughs> but we have other stops, so we I better do. not. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I need to keep it a little fresh. I really, um, like, I really think I liked every single one. I certainly had favorites, but, yes. like, I think everyone was, was really good. Yeah, no, yeah, I enjoyed the whole tasting flight, and I loved all the cheeses that went with them, and then... I think my like standouts were the Viognier, the Syrah, and then definitely that Cab. That was amazing. Yeah, I I agree, but I feel like the Cab's probably the top of my list. Yeah. I also liked that other. What was that other one? The Nikiara. Nikiara. I want to say Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the brand of my dad's drills. I think. Oh, that's Nikita. Yeah, yeah, that's not Nikita. Oh no, Nikita is like the. There's show. a dog, right? Isn't there? I don't know. A dog that's a Nikita. <laughs> no, that's an Show, Akita. That's cool. An, isn't isn't dog. a dog like an uh, Akita? Akita, maybe. And they're kind of aggressive. Yeah, they're Japanese. I'm pretty. So they're aggressive? <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> okay. Hey, she's Asian. I'm so Asian. she's allowed to say that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so well, we the wine was great. Yeah. <laughs> the cheese is good.
we're kind of starting to fail at our whole don't buy wine thing. Yeah. But you know, sometimes Stop giving us industry discounts, guys. <laughs> don't don't listen don't to offer. her. Continue to give us <laughs> please give us. Um I am so stoked that that place like lived up to the excitement I had in my mind. It was really good. I think the cheese plate, I don't know. I forgot to ask. I don't know that the cheese pairing is always standard. Like maybe you can no, go it's, through. It's five dollars extra. It's hard. Okay, well, it's definitely worth the five dollars, yeah. you guys. I've been to other places where it's like fifteen dollars extra. Yeah, and that was like a generous portion of cheese for five dollars. Yes, like it was really usually good. it's like little tiny chunks, like enough for a bite. But mm-hmm. this was like a, a wedge. Like this, it was like a cheese plate. It was. It was really good, and the all the pairings were really good. The only one I would say like I was a little iffy about was the last one which was the petite Syrah and the um gouda or what was yeah it? it was a cave aged gouda so the only the only the flavors were very good together but the textures like the wine was dry and the cheese was very like crumbly and dry and i felt like that I feel was like a little maybe you weren't chewing the cheese enough i need to get more saliva in it mm-hmm. you mm. needed what's the word that masticate yeah stupid steven always i mean i, need stupid, to, I love steven but I he need always to masticate jamie you need to masticate more. your food better and i'm like please don't say that to me ever again <laughs> um but anyways you guys masticate I think, more often <laughs> it'll make your wine taste better <laughs> Gross. anyways sorry mom um <laughs> i i think that's part of it because i did not find that and okay. i felt like that wine like that was Probably my least favorite of all the wines mm-hmm. we tasted when I just had a sip of it. But yes. then when I had it with the food or with the food, with the cheese, like then I really enjoyed the wine. It's really crazy. I think that I think every single wine pairing or wine tasting should go with food because it's amazing how much of a difference it makes. Like uh Le Cuvier does a really oh, good job of do. that because they do really crazy pairings that you wouldn't think of. Like they had chicken tacos with like I don't know, maybe they're Cabernet Franc or something. They're doing a good job there too. So yeah. I'm so into this place right now. Like I'm really stoked. I thought the wine was delicious. Yeah. Reasonably priced. Very reasonably priced. I think like a lot of times wine tasting and wine nerries have gotten very hipster. Um, and I got more of like an old school vibe from this place and that's not a bad thing. Like No. And I think part of that's because it's like family run. Yeah. Yeah. And Ital- it was like old school Italian vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, that's, I think that's great. Yeah. And I really want to come to one of the cooking classes. Oh my gosh. And the wine club, you can add on where they send you a box of food with a recipe to cook with your wine. Like that is brilliant. I've is never brilliant. heard of that before. Yeah. So if you can't tell, we liked it. Yes. We're saying you should come here. It's a little off the beaten path, I would say. Like, when I think about Paso wine tasting, I usually think like 46, Templeton Gap, like Vineyard. Yeah. This is on the east side, out past the airport. I think it wasn't like but it's not hard horribly to find. far either. No. Like it wasn't like, oh my gosh, you have to drive an extra half hour. It's closer than Tobin James. Yeah. It's definitely closer than like going out to Justin. Yeah. Or even Halter. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Easy, easy to get to, um, if not on like a main road or something. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Check it out. Enjoy it. Buy mm-hmm. some wine. Mm-hmm. Buy some large format Enjoy wine. the cheese room because yeah. that's cool. I know. Any, like, I wish I had a cheese room. Me too. That'd be great. I'd, I'd be so fat. I really would. I'd probably be like 500 pounds if I had a cheese room. <laughs> well, it's all about moderation. Yeah. We talked about this on the way out here. Yeah. 
and your my, reward systems. Yeah. My reward for opening the cheese room door would be a bite of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like a mouse. <laughs> anyway, you guys, we had a great time. We think you should come out and check it out. Um, I think, think, I think that's a wrap on that. Yeah. Thank you so much to everybody here. They were so cool. Um, super nice, yeah. knowledgeable. Like, shout out to Jillian. She yes. did a great job leading us through the tasting. But even like the and other Jillian's guy, grandma. like yes, and Gail. Thank you, Gail. Um, even like the other guy when he came in the room, he like made a little like he put his finger over his lips, like he was like being really quiet, like trying to be respectful of us <laughs> recording and stuff. And I just thought that was really cool. Like everyone seemed very nice. Yeah, very accommodating. Um, well, you guys, that leads us to the end of this week's episode. So, as always, subscribe, leave us a review. Five-star reviews are appreciated. But Very much. If you're going to leave us, like, Minimum a one-star review, make sure that you put some, like, constructive criticism and, like, action items in there. Because if you're just like, this sucks, we don't know how to get better. So, maybe Did send us... Did someone leave us a one-star review? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm just... I'm channeling my manager. So okay. Right I was now, just we're like... doing performance appraisals at work, so... Oh, okay. I was like, who did that? I will find you, and I will internet mock you. <laughs> yeah, watch out. We will hit you virtually over <laughs> through the internet, so don't leave a one-star review. Um, but, yeah, go subscribe, listen to us, check us out, share us with your friends, yes. families, coworkers. Check out the website and our Instagram and Facebook accounts. Connect with us there. If you have somewhere that you want us to visit, uh, send us a direct message or a private message and let us know. Yeah, please. Cool. All well, right. we will see you guys next week. Bye. Have a good one.